Welcome to Living Southern Oregon, a podcast dedicated to discovering and exploring all Southern Oregon has to offer. I'm your host, Simona Fino, and I will be introducing you to the people who live here, the things they love, and what makes Southern Oregon a magical place to call home. All right. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Living Southern Oregon, where today I have a good friend of mine, Juan Santiago. Juan is the co-director at Gambrel Gallery and a local artist here in Ashland. He is in the art and design business working for himself as a principal artist with ceramics as a primary medium. Juan was previously a lecturer at SOU in the art department. Since then, he has had a rich studio practice continuing what he started with his students, which is harvesting natural and wild clays all around Ashland and beyond. He has a love for the Oregon landscape as well as a renewed studio practice that allows him to romp around and immerse himself in nature. Juan loves all the food and all the animals here as well as the hiking and water features in the area, including Jackson Wellsprings. He has lived and worked and played in Southern Oregon since 2019. Yeah. All right. Is that you? That's me. That's me. Well, since 2019, you're relatively fresh on the scene, so... Tell us how you came to live in Southern Oregon. What drew you to this area? Uh, you know, I think I, you're totally right about that. It's still relatively fresh. I've met, like, some people who had said, oh, you've been here, you know, a minute. You've been here a minute. You know, like, uh, you kind of, like, uh, know the place really well. I still really don't. You know, like, I, I'm just still really enjoying uh, the small town of Ashland with my family. And uh, we're figuring all kinds of, like, things out. And I'm really kind of like taking my time to like uh, check out like uh, what what the small town has got to like offer still and and beyond, you know. But, well, it's uh, hard to get. It's hard to sometimes get out of your small town, right? If you if that's where you live, and it's like there's it takes a minute to drive, you know, to say Grants Pass. It's going to be a, a 45 minute drive, so people oh, to kind of hang in their little spot. And plus, there's just so much. There's so much goodness. So yes. what, what made you decide Ashland? How, can, how did you end up choosing Ashland as oh, your spot to live in yes. Southern Oregon in general? So uh, a, a great place to raise our one daughter, Ada, who is now 13 years old, you know, between me and my ex-wife, I mean, you know, the both of us have been uh, working really, really great to, you know, like um, make things work. But in the Bay Area, it was really, really hard. So I come from Oakland, California. Mm-hmm. You know, between me and my ex-wife, we were 25 minutes away, you know, and we shuttle our daughter, you know, like week in, week out. And um, it gets, it's just harder in the Bay Area right now, especially with like the commute. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I, and we insane. really feel like it's very, very congest- congested now and uh, the housing situation is not so great. And everything's kind of like really in your face. and. Uh, and uh, we have like this wonderful, uh, my, you know, like uh, my ex-sister-in-law, who's been living here in Ashland um, for less than 10 years, but she's the one who keeps visiting us in the Bay Area and saying, oh, what a beautiful drive, like coming here to Oakland, and I'm glad that I could do this. It's a super easy, beautiful drive. You guys should like uh, come and visit me more often, you know? And what we do, and then the conversations developed into a this town is a really great place for, for raising kids. Mm-hmm. The school system's really fantastic. 
you know? She's, of course, like, heard us, you know, like, uh, complain about, like, uh, you know, like, uh, the situation for Ada in the Bay Area. And it didn't take long for Emily to, like, start to, like, convince, you know, to try to start convincing me to, like, move there. But my strong ties and, of course, like, my jobs, which is I'm kind of like one of those freeway teachers. I drive everywhere, you know, in all the hierarchies of higher education. So community colleges, state colleges, private colleges in art as much as I love teaching I hate driving so mm-hmm. we you know like uh, those were one of my incentives to like uh, come yeah but you and know it's hard to leave a community and then totally. somewhere you've been for yes. a long time exactly Oakland is always home that's why I keep telling people and you know you and I you know mm-hmm. uh, Simona we've been friends for a long time mm-hmm. we've you know like uh, uh, you know like uh, you, we know the Bay Area and we keep uh, going back and forth and there's really no hesitation you know like yeah. Uh, yeah, we're still on the West Coast and it's fantastic it's great you know uh, sure things are you know difficult but you and I we've been connected by like good things yeah over the years and those things are good people uh, good music <laughs> Good yep. food, good culture, good everything, subcultures, you know. Yeah. And I just wanted to, like, say, you know, as we go on with this, is that um, I'm really happy that you're here. And I'm happy that I'm here. And we can do it all over again. I know. know. And Create this, memories here. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was so stoked when I heard you were coming up this way and mm-hmm. going to be so close because it's, yeah. I mean, I live in Grants Pass, so 45 minutes. I mean, shoot, you can spend 45 minutes driving from... Oakland to Berkeley, <laughs> which is which is I guess like what I've been trying to say yeah. is that as a you know like as a freeway teacher, yeah, you know like uh, we you know like I would drive three hours a day almost, yeah, and for that's... four days a week, and you know like uh, sitting in traffic and uh, yeah, witnessing all kinds ride. of like accidents, you know, yeah, that is just one thing, but you know like um, it's um um. We really, you know, like I want, and we trusted Sarah so much that she did her research on like what are the best places to live in this <laughs> in this nation here in the states. You know, Ashland came up as like uh, you know city number two, let's say. Yeah. You know, like um, I don't know how accurate I am right now, but it was in a magazine. I think it might be in, it might have been Sunset Magazine I, or something it's, like it's that. It's been in a few different yeah. places. I know I've seen Ashland like, as it's one of the top places to be well we have great climate so there's that i mean there's there's so many benefits to this area absolutely um, making it rank in the top so that makes sense so you were doing your teaching down there did you start right away teaching at sou what were you doing there yeah so um i was fortunate enough to be invited to to teach at southern oregon university here in ashland and we have like a great strong art department, but you know, just like most schools in the nation, you know, like a um, um, there's kind of a bit of a struggle with like um, you know how to like keep things really going, mm-hmm. and uh, um, the demographic of like students like that come in through our colleges are kind of like changing, and the situations are like changing, it kind of like affects like a whole lot of like enrollment, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and the availability of like classes to offer. You know, but um, they loved my resume, my experiences, like so much that I was uh, lucky enough to be invited to teach. Started with like one classes, and I started co-teaching with like uh, uh, the rest of the art department. Things were just like going great for like my first year uh, teaching at SOU until COVID hit. Right. And then I yeah I, yeah I lost 
I lost my teaching job, you know, but I did, you know, because we were pretty much in the cusp of like starting uh, uh, the new semester or the new quarter, let's say. And um, I had two weeks, just like everybody else, you know, in the world, had yeah. two weeks to prepare for this class. Wow. And uh, we managed, and, and the first thing that I thought of is like, okay, where are my students are physically? 99% or 90% of them of like uh, my students enrolled, which was about 17 students, were in Ashland already. Okay. And then some of them were in Portland. Well, one person was in Portland. All I had to do was just like look all around me, like, uh, and I've always thought about natural plays. Never really got into like, uh, you know, like I've always had like a love for, you know, my material in this way that it's so earthbound and sustainable because we keep reclaiming it until we decide to make mud into immortality by turning it into ceramics. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So uh, my class basically, you know, like uh, I just had everybody okay. We were supposed to like be watching out for each other. We we're supposed to be masking up. And um, how are we supposed to like? How am I supposed to like uh, teach you guys like about clay? Well, here are the properties of clay. It's malleable stuff. It's malleable stuff. And um, the transformation between like uh, the metamorphosis of like from clay to ceramics. Those are two different terms. You know, is a very very important you know like process that that we can really enjoy talking about in art context in conceptual like ideas and then we apply it to this medium that's what makes you know like a ceramic art now contemporary art uh -huh. okay. so were you were you teaching still the same group of students then even after covid did you kind of do an informal setup is that what you were doing um i ended up you know like still being in touch with like the students you okay. know like uh, if i'm like uh, reading your questions correctly yeah. what we had to do was of course like get onto zoom but we were really relying on our phones, FaceTime, because we were out. You choose your 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 buddy, you know who you're gonna be close with, whether it's your family or okay. your roommate, because you can be together. This is your bubble, you know. Uh -huh. But you have to get out there, and we're gonna hunt for clay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, so the mother load was, was but out in nature. Yes. <laughs> the best kind of zoom. So we were, you know, can you imagine? You know, just like walking. Okay. You know, here I am. I came into like Springfield Drive or whatever through, you know, like uh, this part of the lake and the lake is totally empty. There's no water. What a hard couple of years that yeah. was, you know, the climate and then there's like the pandemic. We were concerned about two masks, one for, you know, preventing COVID and one for the smoke. Yeah. Know? But then there was like this lake that was just totally dry and it was really scary because it's Emigrant Lake. What a beautiful lake. You know? And it's been there full for such a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, um, it was empty. And I'm in the heart of it, you know, like in the deepest part of like, the lake, where I look around and show my students via Zoom, you know, that um, it looks like Mars in here. It's really a weird place. But look at the ground. We're looking at the cracks. When you see the ground cracking about, like, you know, with two-inch gaps, that's the high concentration of clay. Uh -huh. And then we started picking that up, bring it home where you're safe, process it a little bit, and just like enjoy that, you know, like um, um, time of like uh, kind of like separating the impurities. And then once you feel like it's like drying up and becoming plastic in your hands, let's make something out of it. Very cool. But then on top of that, 
you know, we also, I got them into, well, how are we going to fire these pieces, right? Because it has to turn into ceramics. We, we, we weren't about that. Instead, I had them, you know, play with baking, you know, so <laughs> making bread and making cakes. <laughs> Instead of, like, buying clay, we're buying um, uh, Pillsbury Doughboy, you know, like <laughs> cylinders, because it's already like clay. And then we're going to bake it. <laughs> that there's a change and we're going to talk about that change you know you know like as um, silly as it may sound but um, I felt like the content of my lectures with you know introducing a little bit of like ceramic history and their ideas to discuss together as a group was very fruitful mm-hmm. yeah so you know I was very happy and you know like uh, the students of course were just like um, you know like I didn't know what to expect Right. But, you know, Professor, I thought that we were all pretty together and your enthusiasm was great. <laughs> and so it kind of like worked. All right. That's the yeah. getting creative part that so many people had to do during COVID. So it's fun exactly. to hear all the different ways that people got creative. Exactly. Because when you yeah. have a small business or whether you are a teacher or whatever line of work you're in and yes. it's something that... You couldn't do things the way you normally did. You know, some people could shift right to Zoom with no problem. You know, a meeting or something like that is pretty easy. But, you know, clay, something that's so hands-on and art, it yeah. really adapted well. So that's fantastic. That's yeah, I found it. it. You know, we found a great solution. I found yeah. a great solution, and I shared it with my colleagues, of course, like online. And... I'm ready to take on like those kind of challenges and I felt like I really succeeded in that way. Felt like I was really innovating, yeah. you know, like uh, the way we're, you know, supposed to teach and use metaphors and symbolism and history, all of that, you yeah. know. And yeah. what, uh, so are you still doing any projects with uh, local clay? It sounds like you're still out Yes. So tell us some of what you've been doing. Yes, I'm so excited. Are. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I, I love the whole process so much, and 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 again, you know, I was happy to like share with the class. Hey, we're gonna do this together. You know, we're gonna learn about like harvesting clays, and of course, I, I shared with them like the whole idea that you know this is what we, you know we we've done as a human species for millennia is figure out how to like you know like uh, how does like this malleable stuff we can shape it into anything made it into like these containers and it started like holding water mm-hmm. and we figured it out we figured it all out now we're talking about like art ideas because we know where to find like these clays all we have to do is just process it a little bit you know looking around this beautiful landscape of uh, or just like getting out there harvesting clays and learning about like that process was for me it was a very magical experience I knew that you know like uh, by the time I started introducing that to the students is that I already you know like I've worked with clay enough I know that this process right here is going to be an important process in my future you know I'm going to keep going with this I'm going to roll with this and then I reminded my students again after the end of the quarter hey good job you guys you know we, we, we got through this quarter Remember what I said? I'm going back out there. You know, like I'm gathering like some more clays and I'm going to have like uh, one of my clay, you know, the closest people so we can do this safely. I need to like bring back like several five gallon buckets of this <laughs> stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, what are you what are you making out of it? Like, I'm what mixing kind of pieces it. And you... Yeah. So, like, I'm I'm doing this one personal project of mine, which involves problem solving what we do with our materials as ceramics people, as clay clay people, recycling it. And and what I do with like the harvested clays that I find is I mix it in with like the processed clay that I buy to like make this new hybrid clay that I leave in, that I um, process into these five gallon buckets in this beautiful kind of like watery pancake batter, you know, like <laughs> consistency. And the colors are just like so rich and beautiful. They start from like really dark blacks and browns into like bright reds and, and almost like maroons and some yellows. I have several buckets of like these and, and the surfaces are just so beautiful. I'm in love with like my materials and I love like the whole casting ability of like what was once fluid goes into a mold mm -hmm. and then it freezes and takes the shape of the interior of the mold. And um, I had and I made and so with that with that idea I made these very simplistic molds of boxes that just look kind of like books on its edge. Mm -hmm. So if you can imagine like a thick book, mm -hmm. you know, that has like a hardcover standing on its edge. It's a very simplistic kind of like form, but it's so cool because all I have to do is pour the slurry of like this mix that I've been talking mm -hmm. about into these forms. And then the plaster just does its, its thing of like drinking all the water and leaving all the clay. Ah. The form that it leaves inside the, these, um, uh, these plaster molds, these simplistic square boxes, makes into like these paper bag forms that kind of like collapse on itself and then has like this very faint and sometimes very dramatic cracks. Now repeat that over and over and over and over and over. I am creating like this very subtle drawing of this crack with these boxes kind of like in a push and pull arrangement on a shelf that's possibly 20 feet long. If you can imagine that, yeah. and if our listeners can <laughs> kind of like imagine that, it's my vision. Excellent. And the best part is, they're all like this gradient browns and blacks, which speaks for me about my brownness in this magical mm -hmm. little town called Ashland. <laughs> and I'm happy to say that I just recently got invited to participate in this group show in San Francisco of contemporary Filipino-American artists in the Bay. And I'm amongst like all these like amazing Filipino artists, Filipino-American artists. Uh -huh. There's 11 of us and it's my opportunity to share this process for the very first time. Oh, happening exciting. in San Francisco in November yay. yay November what? I'm not sure yet Okay. I literally we'll just got the invitation we'll, we'll be able to, you'll I'm sure have it on your website yes okay good or some and do you have a Facebook page? Yeah, I do have a Facebook page. Well, uh, um, and I know Gamble I have a, Gallery does, but I don't. Yes, okay. yes, Gamble Gallery does. I have a Facebook account. Okay. I think Instagram is like my Instagram, biggest. Okay. Yeah, yeah, is like my biggest. 
I just um, want to make sure that we have a way for listeners to find you. And so if they do want to take a trek down to the Bay Area and check out your work or to see more of what you're doing, we can find you. So I'll get I'll get your Instagram handle and all that. And we'll yeah. put that in the show notes. So, but back to this uh, show. So mm-hmm. you're going to be doing that there. Any chance you'll be... Showing it here. Oh, yes, absolutely. We'll make sure. (laughs) Yes. So I say you have a gallery for it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We're all, we're all like really looking forward to it. And again, me and my modern family between Emily, the director of Gambrel Gallery, and I as a co-director, we're excited to like kind of like pencil this in as, you know, like um, as I develop the piece to, um, to completion. And it's such a wonderful process. And I just want to like uh, talk about this process just a tiny little bit more. Yeah. Because I'm a non-signatorial artist working in ceramics, I have many different styles. And uh, those styles like uh, make me attractive to um, my, um, uh, my interior designer friends from the Bay Area and some in here that um, I can work on designing tableware, conceptual art on walls, freestanding sculptures. So I have that diversity that luckily, and you know, like I'm, I feel blessed and I just, you know, like I'm happy to be just like, um, be able to like make some of these ideas happen here in Ashland. Yeah. You know, in my, in my small studio. If I remember correctly, some of your tableware is in some of the nicer restaurants. Yes. Uh, one of the night, I so good. remember which, yeah. tell, tell us, tell us more. Yeah, we have restaurants, and they need creative plating. Yeah. You know, Ashland, you know, like, as a small town, already has, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, adventurous um, um, food creators and artists that just want to feed people, you know, and want to share their art this way. That includes, like, a very, you know, like, uh, sometimes a minimalist, like, uh, interiors for their restaurants, and then the tableware comes into play to, like, showcase, like, some of the beautiful works. Anyway, that's creative plating. Moss, uh, as an example, mm-hmm. is the one restaurant here in Ashland that um, invited me to like design, you know, like uh, some pieces for for his works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I created like um, um, my parabolic funnel plates for his caviar. It's like, kind of like a caviar plate, uh-huh. you know. And that was very very successful, and he just loves it so much. And, um, you know, like, and, and he uses it to, like, uh, serve his creations, and then people recognize the plating and compliments the chef for the plating, even, and just, like, the presentation. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I get some of that feedback. That's you know? fun. And, uh, and then I picked up um, Hillcrest Supper Club here in Medford, okay. and I did some wares for him as well. And uh, really, really beautiful metallic wares that just work for his, like, um, yeah, more than nine course meals, including muses and all kinds of, like, offerings. Ooh, I have not heard of this place yet. Great guy. Gonna have to check it out. Yes, There's so many places to check out. I know, I know. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I'm really, I'm really happy about that. I'm really happy about that. I'm I'm happy, you know, like, that to be here in Medford being, like, 25 minutes away. Compared to like what I'm used to in the Bay Area, I'll go to Grants Pass anytime. I'll go to I'll get a night for it anytime. It's a beautiful yeah. drive. That's totally. the thing that I always tell people. It's like, yeah, I, I spend a lot of time in the car as yeah. a real estate agent. I'm all over the place. No problem. 
But I am so very rarely in traffic. There's like no there's traffic not at existent. all. You don't really yeah, stop. Behind a, a stop maybe behind a tractor once in a while. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh my gosh, what a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's not not that bad at all. So the other kinds of pieces you were saying, you've done, you know, you've got your ceramics that you're doing for these restaurants and kind of more uh, plates and bowls. Your bowls, I, they're on my list. Mm -hmm. I want those bowls. So soon I'm going to yes. have those in my you're house. You're talking about like the birch design. The birch design. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, well, hopefully, I think I have some pictures so that when this goes live, Absolutely. we'll be able to post this on Facebook so people can see pictures of things. But you also do larger installation-type yes. pieces. Yeah. So tell us, like, what what kinds of pieces have you done? What 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 are you are you working on anything now? What? Yeah, like uh, the the most. Um, um, I'm putting a lot of effort into like this um, show that's going to be coming up. You know, the show that the exact same show that I just recently got invited to do. As artists, we're fueled, you know, by our ideas, and we're excited that it's growing, but it's even more exciting when we know that it's going to go somewhere, right? Right. So um, this show is, like, highly anticipated you know, by me, uh -huh. and that's, like, uh, coming up in November in San Francisco. So that's where your focus is right now. My focus is on that because it's, <laughs> uh, there's the magic with this idea that I'm working on right now is that it's casting, like, this one form, but it's a modular form that just can get up to, like, something really big and you just like mentioned uh, larger installations that's what I'm talking Got about it. you can imagine like what 20 feet might look like mm -hmm. a 20 foot expanse of like a wall you know like a, that's the vision and it can be real because this place in San Francisco has that space for me you know like a, that's that's super exciting but me managing like certain projects like a different projects is something that I'm like excited to like kind of just take on as a challenge. Mm -hmm. You know, so one conceptual idea, my boxes going to like one particular place is where I'm at right now. All right. You know, with my personal work. Mm -hmm. And then these projects I'm trying to like make into like some form of bread and butter, <sighs> you know, yeah. that I can also teach like an intern, for an example, to like keep producing these designs because as specific as these designs can be for like a restaurant, let's say, I'm just like, I want to just keep doing this. I developed this style or I developed this process. Mm -hmm. I want to teach it to somebody and then we're just going to, you know, learn more about like advertising and get better at advertising through Instagrams and our favorite like um, um, social platforms, social networking platforms. Yeah, get the word out. Yes. You let people know you're out there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's an international project also in the works right now with um, a good friend of mine uh, building her dream project, which is a world-class resort in the island of Palawan in the Philippines. Mm. And I'm excited to design for her as well. Very for the cool. restaurant, for the villas, and the presidential suites, which is a very daunting ask <laughs> and invite. But, you know, she believes in me, and I have to believe in myself, you know, that we can do the ball. We have enough support and stuff like that, so the ball is now rolling. COVID slowed us down, you know, as we, yeah. you know, we're still talking about, like, the effects of COVID. Yeah, and it's still here. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's still it's here. It's still here, so, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I want to um, switch gears a little bit because I, you touched on this. You were talking about uh, your modern family. Uh, yes. And this is just something that I appreciate very mm-hmm. much. Um, you know, having known you all these years and um, knowing Emily, your ex-wife, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's not very often that partners can separate and then still be friends and spend a lot of time together and collaborate on projects together and... Yeah, the two of you are collaborating with with her uh, husband on Gambro Gallery, and I think that's really wonderful. It, isn't it amazing? It really, you know, it's a it's a real unheard of kind of like situation. Mm-hmm. Me being Filipino American, you know, Chris being Australian, Emily <laughs> being from Massachusetts, you know, like even all of that like comes to play, and then our daughter who is like thriving really well now in Ashland. Yes, it's. Um, I think we do have. We, we really do have a story to tell. You know, coming from the Bay Area, the hardships that we've been feeling since the. You know, since like the two thousand seven, two thousand eight crash of the mm-hmm. of, of the economy, our troubles like started happening, and then uh, we knew that we had to like end one relationship, but because we have a child together, we had to start a new one. You know. Yeah. And, and it was just a wonderful idea that Emily actually came up with, you know, and I'm in. I love that phrasing. I'm in. Yeah. You, know, like, you end one and mm-hmm. start anew. Even with the same person, it just changes, yeah. changes shape. Sure. But, it, but of course, just like anything else, it's yeah. not, it wasn't easy. It was all just like um, uh, good, solid, like hard work and doing our best to like communicate then sure enough you know like the time came when we were starting to like uh, really thinking about oh now we're going to Ashland <laughs> wow really can we all really like make this work you know and um, yeah slowly but surely left something like you know like uh, we were I was I felt like I was left to my own devices to like figure a lot of the logistics out but there's also like this great like beautiful magical intervention that just comes from like positive thinking and 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 prayers and community all kinds of great community saying we trust you guys you know mm-hmm. we trust like your dynamics we we know you mm-hmm. you guys can do whatever you want to do not necessarily directing us to you know to like uh, doing that you know move from the bay area to ashland but um we just had like the sport and it was just enough to like all of a sudden things really just like started falling into place and we're all thriving you know so um, we're really excited about that it's great to be like working with you know with Emily and Chris and Sarah and Frank and Linda on a daily basis in this beautiful compound where we live and work with the gallery as an LLC that just kind of like, you know, takes care of like the kind of work that we were, the physical work that we were doing ourselves to like this, you know, full acre and a half piece of property. It's a, it's a very, very, yes. Yeah. And it's a very fulfilling work that is so different from what we were doing in the Bay Area. Mm. Can't imagine we would be doing this together, working together building a garden, building a sauna, building a gallery, you know, yeah. with like, um, with, with, uh, uh, with, with the things that we already have. Um, it, it's, it's really just super, super nice and, um, makes us really feel grateful and, you know, like not taking anything for granted from like now on, you know, it's yeah. an, just an idyllic situation. 
but with all of us and all our different minds coming together and working together. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that it's working. Yeah, <laughs> well, so and it takes it takes an open mind. Yeah, like you said, I'm in. You 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 know, she suggested it. This this way of expanding your family oh, is yes. kind of what it yeah. what you're looking at expanding and shifting the relationships, and I think it's just such a blessing too for Ada because she's got both of her parents who are clearly in support of each other, very obviously in support of her, and that's huge. That is that's something she'll carry with her. So I think it's I think it's beautiful. Yeah, love, it's part of her story. Yeah, yeah, I love seeing it, and it's yeah. It's she's beautiful. our only one. She's the youngest in the whole family, right? Yeah. She's our only one. Yeah, we're just all you know like uh, excited, you know, about like her personal developments, her personal like crossing of like different thresholds. But she does have that story to like remember because we're building the memories now. And we're all holding each other's hands and just like saying, that was cool, or that was great, or what, that was an awesome experience. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's one to like tell, you know, like uh, people in the future, you know, yeah. like or share with people. Just so I hope that the rest of our families, other people that we love, our friends that we love, whether in the Bay Area or elsewhere, can experience what we're experiencing in this, in this beautiful place. So happy about that. Well, I have a question for you about, um, it looks like you had written that you, and I don't know anything about this, mm -hmm. the, um, the first ever City of Ashland Social Equity and Racial Justice Commission. Yes. Tell me about this uh, that you are applying for. and I've applied for it already. And what's, what's the, uh, tell us about the commission. What yeah. What this commission's doing. The, the truth is. I am still about to be briefed some more about like okay. what this commission really is all about. But the title, if given to me as like a, a commissioner in Ashland for uh, racial justice and equity, kind of like almost like explains a little bit itself. It's just mm -hmm. a building of like awareness of the Ashland community because mm -hmm. it's only for the through the city of Ashland or for the city of Ashland that I'll be that I can be a commission. You know, can be part of the commission for. We are going to be discussing, like, how, you know, just through data, maybe, of just, like, how many, how diverse, like, I, Ashland, you know, for instance, is, like, developing, too. You know, there's, mm -hmm. like, changes all the time, you know. Mm -hmm. And people actually, you know, like, uh, talk to me about, like, uh, oh, there's more and more diversity, like, happening in Ashland as far as, like, um, um, you know, race. Mm -hmm. But with that is like uh, where we all come from and I imagine we're talking about like different cultures and subcultures coming into the mix and helping build you know like uh, the kind of like new conversations that can happen around Ashland whether it's developing a business taking care of our students through the schools just like daily interactions really yeah all kinds of like issues that are just also global uh, globally being discussed, you know, with um, when it comes to like justice and yeah, and equity, just like people just treating each other fairly. You yeah. Know? So I think I was warned, or not warned, but I was like, in, you know, like I'm now, you know, will be invited if granted the you know the commission position 
to take part in uh, meetings once a month. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. So I am so looking dive, diving into the community. I mean, yes, that's exactly. what you're doing. You're diving into the community in a way that really helps support our diversity. Yes. Which is important. Yes. Yes, and I'm happy to say that I was invited by the chair of like uh, the commission, and I, you know I, I hope I'm not like um, mistaking her for that. But Precious Yamaguchi, wonderful Japanese American organizer. Excellent. Well, I look forward to hearing more about. Yeah, that it's going to be once, it's going to be great. Once if you get in, once you get in, yeah, I'm totally. Sure you're get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> she's she's very excited. Yeah, we're all anticipating like some you know great yeah. conversations to like happen you know about this because I I do have like lots of you know stories to like yeah. tell. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, tell us more about um, now that you've you've been here a little bit. <laughs> You've done some exploring, so you've gotten out, obviously, and out into nature and gotten to explore with clay. I mean, at least the various, and we were just talking about your river adventure. Yes. <laughs> so you've been on, on the Mighty Rogue, and you've gotten out. The Mighty what? Rogue. The Mighty Rogue, and yeah. it is mighty. Yeah. It is mighty. There's there's definitely some rapids in there that, yeah, are exciting. But um, tell us about some of your favorite places and things like what's it been like acclimating to coming from Bay Area to Ashland and well, coming I'll to Southern from, Oregon what do yeah you? I'll start from just like you know like um, um, just downtown Ashland and Ashland as a, 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 the city of Ashland is just really sweet really you know just everything just seems so accessible and I live in the historical kind of like district too mm-hmm. where these like uh, you know very low laying houses and then, like, in the middle of this valley, we have, like, the magical Siskiyous on the left and then the Cascades on the right. And um, I, I'm i just really digging that whole story and how people really just, like, appreciate, like, uh, this quiet but still visually stimulating environment, mm-hmm. you know? For me, I can't take that for granted, you know, like, uh, and, and I do look forward to, you know, like, uh, exploring a whole lot more, which I still haven't really done a lot of. Mm-hmm. No, like, so like it all takes these a while places. to get settled, right? totally, and there's totally. a bunch of places to explore. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's a bunch of places to explore, and I'm um, really all about like the people and getting to know like uh, people, networking with uh, um, people, and just um, finding my tribe. You know, and it seems like even in this like uh, a small place like this, it's everybody's your tribe <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah. I, I love the diversity so um, you know like I, I enjoy Ashland as a city and people of course now we were talking about like um, and these beautiful like hot summer days or you know like uh, we're lucky to be experiencing such wonderful weather lately you know my experiences with rafting at the mighty Rogue River it was really really you know just awesome awesome and it wasn't even my idea to go to the river it was like my family from the bay area coming to visit you know they go hey we should go rafting i'm like yes you know we got to do that you know as a family including like my nieces who are just like as young as six years old you know and the raft never had like really done that and just such urbanites you know Mm -hmm. like coming to ashland everybody just loves it we all you know like uh love coming over here right around father's day and it's now kind of a habitual thing Mm-hmm. or an annual thing that uh, mm-hmm. we celebrate Father's Day nationally. You got a new tradition going. Yes, I know. It's really, really beautiful. Yeah, so yeah. that's all about exploring uh-huh. our beautiful lakes, our beautiful rivers now, you know, 
that's fantastic and uh, we want to do rafting as often as we can and you happen to be you know like a great person a great resource and a great source for like uh, knowing where to go and what to do love all hikes i love the terrain you know like mm -hmm. starting from like ashland with the creeks all the way up to like the hills mm -hmm. you know with like the view of like the mountains and um it's yeah it's just really really it's really fantastic so you had mentioned uh well Springs, Jackson Well Springs. Oh gosh, that? that place is just the best. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jackson Well Springs. <laughs> it's just a great place because growing up in the Philippines with my dad taking us to hot springs, mm. like you know. And are there quite a lot of hot springs I take it? They're Yes, in the Philippines? Okay. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cascading pools, because cascading hot springs just that you know, and, and they're they're kind of like everywhere and uh, we have our places our favorite places to like visit and they're just spectacularly beautiful hot springs yeah. you know with like big pools etc you know but not so much in the sauna style or yeah. in the uh, steam room style mm -hmm. but just cascading beautiful pools where you can sit yeah and, and just enjoy your surroundings you know but uh, Jacksonville Springs yay you know like we've got like I've got my daughter Ada and her cousins we can kind of like continue this tradition that my dad loved to do for us. Yeah. You know, when we were kids. That's beautiful. And we have Jackson Hall Springs. So yeah. like, it kind of like, for a small town, we have like this one-stop shop where we can, you know, we can we can organize like our rafting thing, but we also have like Jackson Hall Springs, you know. Yeah. We've got our little hotel rooms like scattered all around, you know, this small town. And then we can just like be wherever we want to be, you know. Uh -huh. And it's comfortable for me, you know, somebody who actually lives here, you know, and works here. It just works out, you know, it's yeah. just so wonderful. Yeah. Well, do you have any other spots, favorite spots, restaurants, vineyards, anything like that, or any other places you'd like to recommend to people? Because I, I always like to expose listeners to new spots. Um, well, Ashland's really got a lot to offer when yeah. it comes to, like, just the diversity of, like, uh, food here, too. You yeah, know, and um, I, you know, like, um, I, I really love uh, Masala Bar. You know, like I, I just like came back there again for like uh, some of like my simplistic favorites, which is the butter chicken. <sighs> I am saying it right, right? The masala yeah. right by Ace, yeah. you know, like a, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, yeah, great restaurant. And then thinking about like um, this hot new Italian restaurant that is just so phenomenal. Ah, I have not been there yet. I think I've heard... Osterico La Bricola or something yes. like that. I believe that's the name of the restaurant. Yeah. Osterico La Bricola. And... Um, I believe the chef is like coming from like uh, somewhere in uh, Southern California, maybe even Los Angeles. You walk inside this restaurant, and the food's like really legit. The pasta is really, really great. And then, of course, like um, you know, like uh, what caught my attention too is like the popularity of like uh, um, the chef's work with all the people in Hollywood. Like everybody's like picture from like George Clooney all the way to like comedians. This is like plastered all over like, the interiors of this restaurant. Just shows like you know a little bit of like uh, validity of like uh -huh. uh, what he can really do as far as like feeding people. Uh -huh. You know, the food's great. The food's great. Great Italian, great Indian, great Thai. Good yeah. food. Good food in general. And yeah, that, just that good is food. Just good food all there. around. Yeah. yeah. Good food all around. And um, yeah, that's those are the necessaries. You know. Right. For like uh, feeling alive and enjoying. <laughs> Enjoy. For life, maximum life enjoyment is 
uh, food for me is one of my top things as well. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And we were, you know, we, we talked about like going to Miss You, and we're going to make that happen. Yes, we are. Yeah, when yeah. I come back. When you come back from your food adventure in Portland. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so um, then let's here's do the it. summer, you know? Yeah, so. oh, I love summer. It's my favorite time here. Yeah. I mean, I, li I like all the seasons. It's uh, even, even winter is starting to grow on me a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, you know, even though I don't like the cold. Yeah. I don't like to be cold. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like wearing a bunch clothes I'd rather totally be, that's how I, I say be, it too like, I want to be in sun yeah I hope people don't like take me you know like the wrong way it's like nice it's summertime there's it's more skin more yeah. skin everywhere yeah you know? it's lovely it's lovely to walk around and not have to put on gloves and a hat and a heavy jacket and a sweater underneath and it's all constricting <laughs> anyway I'm, I'm very much enjoying summer months right now it's been really beautiful so. yeah you look well, like it I'm too I'm looking forward to our Miss Yoon adventure mm -hmm. I'm going to check that out because I've heard wonderful things about that spot awesome and yeah thank you so much for for coming and being here and, and treating our listeners and we're going to make sure and include all of your information your website and all of that so people want to check out your work and I especially encourage people to check out the bowls and the cups those birch bowls and cups they're really beautiful oh thank you that's so they're encouraging just, yeah they're just so special yeah they're beautiful yeah thank okay. you so much yeah, thanks Juan all right. Well, everyone, we will be back again next week with another episode. This podcast is produced by Simona Fino and co-produced by James Dedakis and Jaded Media. Original music by Samuel Lawrence.